Glacier Bank's totally free checking saves you both time and money. Visit your nearest Glacier Bank office today. There's a convenient location near you. Glacier Bank, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Today, we're going to talk CASA for kids. And joining us, the executive director, Cindy Bassett. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rob. Hi. And she's a board member and a state representative. Oh, geez. Courtney <laughs> Good morning, guys. Yeah. Good to see you. <laughs> you I'm too. really proud to be a board member of CASA for Kids. Boy, this is one of the most amazing organizations I've ever come across. Give us a little background on how it all came to be. Well, Judge Curtis, actually, more than 20 years ago. This is Judge Kitty Curtis. Judge Kitty Curtis. Yeah. She wanted to get CASA into the valley, and so... Uh, her and Bonnie Olson got together. They got a team of people to look at whether or not it would be a successful program in our community, and um, they determined that it would be, and they got it in. So, so what, yes. what was what was behind the whole idea of CASA for Kids? So the idea is that judges really want to make good decisions for kids. They want to know all the information about what's happening in the children's lives, but they don't have time to get down off the bench and go visit all of the teachers and all of the parents and extended family. And so they, the idea is that we train volunteers from the community to go out and do that for the judges and then bring back the information they gather to the judge mm -hmm. so that they can make the best decision possible. Now, what kind of cases are we generally talking about for these kids? So we advocate for every child that is in the foster care system that ends up in the court system through no fault of their own because of abuse or neglect. And uh, we have to remember these kids age out at 18. So when they hit 18, uh, that's it. They're on their own somewhere. <laughs> That's absolutely right. We yeah. really want to try to get them into secure housing if yeah. they're under 18 and prepare them as best we can for that inevitable launching into mm -hmm. adulthood. So, yeah. yes. And, and so essentially what you guys do is you uh, do the fact finding for the judge. And then you present a report to the judge, and the judge then has a better understanding of what the circumstances are and can make a better decision. That's right. Yes. Well, I got it in the first time. <laughs> you did. Good job. <laughs> Good. So what about the big uh, gala at uh, Snowline Acres? Tell us about that. Well, I'm the I'm on the <laughs> party planning committee. I uh -huh. think that's how they, what they called it in the office, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and so the Casa for Kids Gala is going to be February 24th. So it's coming right up. Uh, Cindy, do we still have tickets? You know what? We have a few tickets online. It says that we are sold out, but there have been some uh, just a few people, handful of people that have said, you know what? We're actually not going to be able to make it. And so there are a few tickets. People will have to call the office if they mm. want to get those last few oh tickets. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What's the number to the office? 406-755-7208. And you, yep, you get the pleasure of talking to Cindy if you do that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Well, let's talk a bit about uh, what this party is going to be like and how we can all get together and support CASA for Kids after this. If you had a wish for Flathead Valley teens, what would it be? Well, besides cleaning their rooms and driving safely. This is Melanie Nixdorf for Glacier Bank, member FDIC. You might wish that teens build positive friendships, get support, make good choices, and be accountable. 
The Center for Restorative Youth Justice shares your wishes. February 15th, this nonprofit hosts an unusual gathering at the KM building at 35 3rd Street at 6 p.m. Not Your Average Love Story is a night of daring storytelling amongst community members, special guests, and courageous audience participants. There will be appetizers, beer, and wine included with your $50 ticket. All proceeds go to benefit Flathead Valley Teens. Any questions about the event are on Center for Restorative Youth Justice website, or you can call 406-257-7400. And today we're talking CASA for Kids. We have the Executive Director, Cindy Baznett, and we have our board member, Courtney Sprunger, with us. So let's talk, first of all, about this party that you're putting on, Courtney. Well, I can take very little credit for the party that's being put on. There's actually a whole committee that's put this together um, and staff who have been working on it for probably the last year. I'm just jumping in at the very end here and enjoying the spoils of all their labors. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I got to tell you, this is going to be the party of the year from my perspective. One time, first of all, great, great cause. Secondarily, we're serving turf and surf, surf and turf. <laughs> it must be early. That's uh, that's going to be beef and salmon. So it's going to be a great meal. Um, I think you can expect something a little bit more than rubber chicken. Uh, and there are going to be some very cool um, packages to participate in. You know, it's a really, a really um, entertainment heavy a set of live auction packages that I haven't seen in a lot of other places. Um, you know, we, we're going to have the wonderful Tommy Edwards, who is going to donate. Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who's donating a package. I was like, wow. I was going to believe. I, I got a hold of one of those once, and we had an amazing event out of that. Um, and then we are doing a watershed, which is the country, the Western premier festival. Uh, those tickets sell out immediately. There's like a big rig camping package and VIP tickets. It's pretty cool. What else do we have, Cindy? I think we've got some under the big sky tickets. Wow. Um, we've got a couple of packages of trips. We've got a raffle that we're going to do this year. And then you have your choice of trips that we've, we've selected a couple of trips and you get your choice if you win the raffle. That's right. There, and there's something for everybody. So in the silent auction, and which is actually where I participated a lot last year, there's basically the world's best huckleberry pie, is it right? Absolutely, yes. Uh, available, and I had the benefit of getting that last year, and I can vouch for its quality, um, that it likely is the world's best pie. And we have quilts, we have all kinds of things. What's one of your favorite auction items? I'm excited about the hog. We've got Lower Valley Meats that has donated a hog, so I'm excited for that. There's everything from that to estate planning. So you have all your needs covered if you come wow. to the Casa Gala and you'll leave uh, full and happy. Yeah, <laughs> yes. all right. Uh, what are some of the other things we can do? Let's say we can't make it to the, uh, the gala. Uh, what can we do to help you? Well, there's always a donate button that is on our website. So if you go to www.flatheadcasa.org, then uh, it's easy to find our donate button. So if you mm -hmm. wanna give dollars, you can do that. But we've got training coming up. So the what we do at CASA is we recruit, we train, and we support advocates to go into these lives of these children. And we do training two times per year, once in the spring, once in the fall. So we're gonna be kicking off training again in March. So always need more advocates. Always. Don't you? Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I just was just thinking as you were talking about this, that retired educators, 
They would be perfect for this role. They absolutely are. We've had and do have some retired teachers. And the thing is, is that teachers see on the front lines the effects of abuse and neglect in these children's lives. They have the kids that come into their classroom and they may make a phone call to centralized Mm -hmm. intake to say, hey, I think there's something going on. They're mandatory reporters. But then they may never hear another thing about what happened with the family. And Mm -hmm. so we get a lot of teachers and educators and principals that they want to get involved in a deeper level once they're retired. Their ability to talk to kids. Mm -hmm. You know, not all of us as adults have that ability to, to, to talk to kids anymore. You and know, we, we, I, we, I don't know, it just seems like there's a, a, a barrier between us and, and generational barrier, and we don't have the ability to talk to them and to get them to talk to us. You know, it's interesting. I mean, you think that going in, and, and I have to say myself, I had some nerves going in the first time to meet the kids that I advocated for on my first case. But really, what they love is to have a, an adult that cares about them and shows up. And so that's what we're looking for. People that care about kids and are willing to show up for them. How much of a time commitment are we talking about here? So the training is about 45 to 50 hours because we want people to be really prepared before they go into this uh, line of work. Oh, heavens, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But then after that, it's about 10 to 15 hours per month. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a huge time commitment, but boy, that can make a huge difference in those young people's lives. Absolutely. That's what I like. I like situations where it's a small time commitment, but a big difference. I read a statistic once that said that one invested adult can make the difference between a student at risk graduating or not. And you think about Uh, what a difference that could make, you know, and that opportunity not just to be an advocate for them, but potentially be a friend and a mentor for them on into perpetuity when they really need that. I'll bet we can all think of somebody, an adult, at some point in our lives that made a difference. Absolutely, I had, a, I had an elementary school teacher and she told me that I could reach the sky, that there was no limit. And she believed in me when I didn't believe in myself, frankly. Wow. And she expanded my horizons and, and helped me to see that I could do things I didn't know that I could do. She just mm. was there, and so shout out to Gail Vital. <laughs> wow, and of course your dad is an educator, or was an educator. Yeah, my dad was an educator, and I was thinking how lucky I was to have a father that, you know, I don't even know how often he verbalized it, but he really raised us with the idea that we could do anything that we desired, um, and that we were we were accountable and responsible to make a difference and to make the li- and to make other people's lives better. Mm-hmm. But there are so many kids out there that are just not lucky enough to have a dad like I did. And so I think for me, that's part of why I'm so involved in this organization and why I care because I know we can make a difference. And um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention I also sit on the Glacier Bank board, which is how we ended up being here today. There's so many people from that organization who serve and give time all like throughout the year that's a big part of their culture there for the same reasons well as you since you bring that up let's dive a little further into that uh, glacier bank support right after this if you've been dreaming about a spring getaway consider the red lion in kalispell give me 60 seconds and you'll see what i mean This is Katie Persinger for Glacier Bank, member FDIC. 
The Red Lion transforms into a New Orleans-like Mardi Gras, February 23rd, 6 to 10 p.m. From lively music to colorful costumes, masks, and beads, you'll be transported to the Big Easy. It's not only for a good time, the gala raises money for the Flathead Food Bank. With the needed funds, they'll be able to expand to be the distribution hub for pantries across northwest Montana. Event ticket information is on the Flathead Food Bank's Facebook page. Or visit their website at flatheadfoodbank.org. Click events for more details. We think a fun spring getaway right down the road sounds dreamy. We're speaking with uh, Casa for Kids Executive Director Cindy Bassnett and uh, board member Courtney Sprunger this morning. Interesting, the uh, mentoring thing, no limits, like you were saying. Somebody once gave me a, a note that said, whatever you can conceive and believe, you can achieve. And I thought, gee, I've already lived an enchanted life. <laughs> I, you know, I ended up in radio, did some spillover into TV. Now, tell us, uh, Glacier Bank, we know, is really involved in the community. Why does Glacier Bank support great organizations like CASA as a board member? What's your input? This is one of the reasons I was so excited to become a board member. These are my two main boards that I serve on right now, Casa for Kids and Glacier Bank. So I was happy to get up and be here this morning. Um, and what I can say is that, you know, Glacier, we probably all remember, maybe remember Glacier Bank was just a small community bank when I was a kid here growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think those roots and that investment in the community have just grown as the bank has grown and gotten larger. So they are highly committed, um, as you can hear, obviously, on the, the commercials to supporting great nonprofits in the area and making sure that they are um, obviously providing great services to folks, but also that their people are out in the community making a difference. That is just woven into the fabric of the entire organization. Okay. You, you make the interesting point about Glacier Bank. They, were, you, they began right next door in the Glacier Building next ah. door as First Federal Savings and Loan. That's oh, right. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's where they started. And uh, George Ostrom was working <laughs> for them, and he was working next door over here, and he would leave there and run over there and uh, do their public relations for them. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. And See, this, uh, this is the, when you talk about community hometown. roots, there it is. That's right, and yeah. Wendy went on to do a, a community program as well, his daughter, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's sure. right. It is hometown. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, now... You, you serve on this board. Now, you've talked about uh, needing advocates, and, and advocates can apply in a way. Being a board member is being an advocate of sorts, too. Are there opportunities uh, like that? That's a good question. I'm actually going to give that to Cindy. <laughs> so, yes, we are um, actually recruiting for board members. Courtney is our newest board member and yeah. we, we do have some openings. We would love to, anyone who's interested in that type of work and who wants to um, spend time with us, that okay. would be wonderful. What, what do you expect of a board member? I will tell you, I mean, here's my thought because I've had some interesting discussions um, around why do we join a nonprofit board? I think one of the most important things is to ask yourself when you look at whatever nonprofit it is you want to participate in is what am I going to bring to the table as a board member if I'm not, say, volunteering as a CASA? So is there a special skill that I can bring to this board that they might need? Do I have 
legal expertise? Have I done a little bit of bookkeeping? Have I participated in public relations? Do I, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Am I a mom who's had incredible experience with kids that I can bring to the table and perspective? Whatever it is, you wanna come with that mentality of how am I investing and pouring in? And the other piece that I would tell everybody, no matter how large or how small, you should always be committed to donating to that organization if you're part of the board and helping to raise money. Our board's been really active um, in getting this fundraiser together, and that's part of why it's been such a success. And I think a big shout out goes to James Barnett and Mary Beth Samsel, who sit on the board, who um, have been a major engine in getting that going. So those are two things to consider as a board member. And I think Cindy can really help if you're interested and you're not sure how you can <laughs> contribute. Um, sometimes it's just being willing to do some of the extra work um, around a gala or something like that. Be willing to put your time in. Yeah, this is the major fundraiser that our board really digs in deep and rolls up their sleeves and gets in there. And they do a phenomenal job. Last year was our first gala. It was amazing. We're looking forward to having more fun again this year. Well, darn it, we're going to miss this one because you sold it out on us. But uh, (laughs) you say there is still a possibility of a few places left? There's a few tickets left, yes. So call the office if you're interested in joining us at the gala this year. So the number again is 406-755-7208. We sure appreciate the work that you do. As I know, uh, this is an organization I've been a fan of for a very long time. So... Congratulations on selling out the gala and make a lot of money. And for goodness sakes, keep these kids, keep these kids safe. Thank you. Thank you. It's Glacier Bank's Community Conversations, a service of Glacier Bank, where your checking is totally free. Just about anywhere you are in northwest Montana, you'll find a Glacier Bank office nearby. Keeping you connected to your friends in your community, an important part of the mission of Glacier Bank, member FDIC, and an equal housing win. Lender, we hope you'll plan on joining us (laughs) tomorrow for Glacier Bank's Community Conversations. 